but that's a wild perspective. Yeah. I think what what really trips me out how she how you flip that. Yeah. You flip the idea of going there selling, you know, usually what people perspect is like yeah. drugs and things like that, like you just said. But you're actually doing something. Not only that, but you're actually getting support from it. Very much. Like you, you know, it's books. It's not drugs. It's nothing. It's books. It's your mm-hmm. it's lives that you're you're mm-hmm. literally writing about, mm-hmm. and people are supporting it. The world is supporting it. Right. It's gonna always have realness in it. It's gonna be realistic. That Somebody part. can relate to it. Mm. Even where you grow up, your society. Like I grew up around the corner from where we at right now, mm. and I grew up in a trap. Mm. I grew up in a trap. So no lie, most of my books is going to have a lot of trap in it. Mm. Trap shit. In, in the hood, like with my duffel bag full of books, really hustling books. I was like, I always had money. Like even in junior high, like I used to have a bankroll of money. And I take my friends to get their nails done. Damn. And we going to the donut shops and, and they couldn't believe it because I'm like 12. Got tied into it myself where she didn't know, mom didn't mm. know. And I was getting money. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rancher Network Podcast. It's your boy Yak. It's your boy T. And we got another one for you guys today. Good one. Um, another one. I want to give a shout out to Rock. Rock is one of the gang interventionists here at mm. PV Jobs. Well connected with the community, not just this community, but a bunch of communities. And he's always working with great people and he's seen a lot of people come up. And with this individual, we were really, like, even before the podcast, you know, kicking it off, hearing some of that story that, you know, the relationship that her and Rock had. Um, but this is a very successful person now and has come from so much, even back, that half the population would never go through. So I want to give a really warm welcome. I want to give her a big round of applause, yeah. yo. Let's, Let's give our girl it. Barbara Amor a in round of applause in Let's the house, it, yo. Look at all her books, y'all. Look, she got everything on here. Trap Girl, everything. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. You look fresh. You Thank look you. fresh. Let's be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the swag on. That's got tight. Got the fit. Got the whole look. The whole you know fit. I mean? Your husband, too, yo. Shout out to your husband, too. Um, <laughs> fit it. Okay, fit it. Y'all straight fly. Um, but I'm excited because we I, we had a chance to, to go over your stories. We've seen some of your interview. Congratulations the Power 106 stuff that you did, too. Mm-hmm. That's really big. Thank you. That was big. I want to mm-hmm. touch on how you got that. And then even your own personal interviews and some of the videos you make, the marketing stuff you got going on is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love it. On the on the way here, he calls me and he tells me, did you see the video? I'm like, yeah, I seen it. Did you see the end? I'm like, I seen the end. <laughs> That's all he was talking about all morning. You know? Chill, chill. Yeah. That video was dope. I, I just it took was. everything about my life and kind of put it to it. Y'all didn't expect mm-hmm. that. At right, the no. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's give the audience kind of an idea of what happened. So, um, Trap Girl, and we'll get into it, is, is Barbie's main book. That was mm-hmm. the first book you wrote, and we'll mm-hmm. touch on that. But the video she did was on her YouTube channel. What's the YouTube channel called? Author Barbie Amore. There you go. So if you guys want to check go. it out, check, check it, it out. out. It's the most recent video she has. Now, in this video, it starts off, um, she, they're chilling in the living room, uh, counting money, you know, counting some money stuff, uh, playing Monopoly that has a Trap Girls logo That's on it, which was game. hard. Your board game? I made a board game to go to Trap Girl. There you go. See? That's nuts. That tripped me out. When I seen it, I'm like, how the hell do you get a whole Monopoly board mm-hmm. with your brand, the whole thing? Right. It looked fire. It looked like just something straight. Whatever the way it's supposed to be, yeah. that you know part I mean? just that real spit. Trap girl. Super mm-hmm. fresh. They the scene then goes from them hopping in freshest mm-hmm. uh, fresh whip, going on a dope jet, big chilling on the jet. They hop out. They meet in the parking lot. 
Escalade. They got a suitcase full of money, right? They show it in the, in the video. Mm-hmm. Then they pull up and they meet up with the, with the people that you guys are doing business with, right? Mm-hmm. In the middle of a parking lot. They drop two bags. And then what's in it? Trap girl books. <laughs> yeah, Trap girl baby. books. I'm grinding books. I'm grinding books. I love it, <laughs> like, man. From bricks to books. That's mm-hmm. my motto. There's some symbolism books. in that, like mm-hmm. in that whole idea. 100%. Like, and you said it right now. You said, explain, you said it was your life. That video, yeah. like, where did the idea come from? My life. Like, that idea came from me when I actually first really start grinding mm-hmm. with my paperback books and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the hood, like, with my duffel bag full of books, really hustling books, and no one would ever think, because, of course, you're going to think it's drugs in there. Yeah. You know, everybody going to mm-hmm, have that mm-hmm. conception, so mm-hmm. it's books, because that's, you know what I'm saying? What I'm grinding now. Yeah, and that's so interesting. When we talked about that, too, is how you sold your books, being in the, in the yeah. hood and doing that. But that's a wild perspective. Yeah. I think what, what really trips me out how she how you flip that. Yeah. You flip the idea of going there, selling, you know, Usually what people perspect is like yeah. drugs and things like that, like you just said. But you're actually doing something. Not only that, but you're actually getting support from it. Very much. Like you you know, it's books. It's not drugs, it's nothing. It's books. It's your mm-hmm. it's lives that you're you're mm-hmm. literally writing about mm-hmm. and people are supporting it. The world is supporting it. And they want to hear those stories. And they want to hear them stories, especially people that has watched me come up. They know like it's this realistic. Like, you know, even mm. if it's a fiction book I write, it's going to always have realness in it. It's going to be realistic. That Somebody part. can relate to it. Mm. Yeah, and that's it's uh, that's the that's the one thing I uh-huh. love about it because how, how many times do you run into a book that's, you know, talking about your community, about shit that you went through, that mm. other people went through, and you're like, God damn, this book is relatable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot um, of books that I have. You know, um, everything. I touch on everything, even things I haven't went through. Mm. Like it's dom- I have books where it's like domestic violence, it's heartbreak, is mm. drug selling, is a lot of killings and overcoming prison terms yeah. and mm. you know what I'm saying? I got like I touch on everything. Every book I write, even if it's fiction, I'm touching on it. Mm. Okay, okay. So a lot of that has to have started from something, right? Mm. From yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Right. So if you can take us back to maybe, you know, growing up, what was that like? I'm assuming that that also had something to do with you adding these yes. things to the to the book, right? Uh-huh. Part so of your growing up for me, it was like I write about everything I pretty much I know mm. and I know people have encountered. Mm. Like the parents on drugs and gangs, you know what I'm saying? Everything. And even where you grow up, your society. Like I grew up around the corner from where we at right now. Mm. And I grew up in a trap. Mm. I grew up in a trap. So no lie, most of my books is going to have a lot of trap in it. Mm. Trap shit. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah, going to have shit. some trap yeah. shit in it. But I'm a hopeless romance, too. So every book is always a love story. Because oh. I write for women. You, we got a lot of men that read, oh, yeah. especially in prison. But I, I write for women. I was going to mention that. I could have sworn I've seen that book a couple I'm times sure when I was upstate. Yep. I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot of people upstate. Mm-hmm. And I send them. I send books. I, I just send them. I got a lot of homies just in there. Just love that. Yeah, like even yeah. people that be like, I need some money or something on my mm-hmm. books, I'm going to send you some books. That part. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they everywhere. 
I love it. I love it, man. I like that romance story because we're going to touch on your relationship, too, because uh-huh. that's a romance story in itself. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> look at that smile, too. Yeah. She knows what that's it's about. That's how you know it's real, though. Yeah, you know that what part. I, mean? I love it. She's yeah. like, she, she, hey, her feet went like yeah, this, bro. Yeah, She's like, like <laughs> she did the whole little. <laughs> hey, he right here. Y'all gonna be doing it. <laughs> but um, with that, though, I, I want to touch on your some of your story from when you were younger, because even at 10 and 11 years old, you had a, a very different relationship with your mother. Oh, yeah. And someone that you've... And tell me from someone oh, you looked yeah. up to. It's a mentor my to you, if anything. So mm-hmm. talk to us about your superwoman, please. Um, oh, this is every interview I do. My superwoman, she was tied heavy, heavy into the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I always admired her, and I would use most of my time to spend with her because she was really busy, mm-hmm. which is why I grew up in the home with my granny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understood it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was raised with a, I, I had an old soul, and I was very wise, so I understood what she was doing, and I knew it was for me and my sister. I have one sibling, a sister, and I just adapted to her lifestyle very young, mm-hmm. like literally sitting in the kitchen just watching her cook. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't cooking steaks and stuff. Well, she would. <laughs> She's a very good cook. She would cook. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? But she was cooking her Different work. kind of, Yeah. You know, and I would watch her. But I would use this time to bond with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I use this time to bond with my mom. So I'm in the kitchen with her. Like, every day. Because wow. she's in there cooking every day. <laughs> That's wild. Every day. Every huh? day. Like, I, my mom was a hustler. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't that reen up every six days Mm-mm. a week. It was every day. Every huh? day. Yeah. Bricks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I... And it's nothing to glorify, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely it just was not. I'm That's a product of my environment. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was used to watching and this is how I came up. But at the same time, my mama taught me a lot. Mm. And it wasn't just street, it was etiquette. It was just mm. classiness, being that. a woman, getting your money and positive, because she was on me about school and she was on mm. me about having goals and so. I want to talk about that, yeah, that yeah. environment growing up. You said it, your mom pushed you for the positive, if anything. Mm-hmm. She more so just want to provide. It seems like she just want to be able to provide to keep you on your feet, yeah. right? Yeah. What was school like for you, you know, having this, like, this background, having this knowledge? Like, how was school for you? Well, what I used to actually do in school was I always adapted to every environment I was mm. in. So I would adapt to my teachers. I would adapt to my peers. But I still had this kind of grown woman street mentality, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't really show it in school, mm. you know? Like, I wouldn't really show it in school, but I was, like, I always had money. Like, even in junior high, like, I used to have a bankroll of money. And I take my friends to get their nails done, Damn. and we going to the donut shops, and, and they couldn't believe it because I'm, like, 12. Well, right. Was that for moms, or were you already in the mix moms. at that but okay, she so used had to just bless up, you. Here you go. Yeah, like, Damn, I, okay. and then at some point, I, I got tied into it myself where she didn't know, mom didn't mm. know, and I was getting money <laughs> on yeah, my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I started getting money on my own. So moms didn't know. I was hiding it, of course, and then I was just, I started blossoming from there. Like, mm. I'm getting my own money now. There's some stuff that, that I want to touch on that you, you, you briefly touched on Power 106. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up in that in that environment, as a female specifically too, what kind of challenges do you go through 
growing up in that environment? You personally, or what challenges did you personally go through? You know what? I, I went through a lot of challenges, but I had so many men that protected me. Mm, you know what I'm saying? My homies yeah. protected me. And one thing that I never really speak on in interviews, but I'm going to say it today. I really don't have family out here. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. whole entire family is in Cuba. My mm. whole family is from Cuba. And when I grew up in the gang, and then I, I'm like the hood princess. So my homies became my family. Mm. They were like my house that I grew up in. I grew up here my whole life. Yeah. So the house that I grew up in my whole entire life, my granny and them had already been here for years, mm-hmm. but they didn't have nobody out here. It was just my granny came out here from Cuba and... So this ended up being my family. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really didn't have too, too many challenges. Like, challenges for me were, because I grew up over here, it was escaping the police. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, my house got raided, like, every day almost. You know what I'm saying? Wow, really? Yeah. And it was escaping that. And then being in the gang life, of course, I'm places we can shot at. and yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was always protected, mm. even by my big homegirls. And my mom, my mom was like my biggest protector. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't mess with me because my mom, coming. <laughs> my superwoman, your superwoman, you know right? Yeah, superwoman right. coming. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, I, it seems like too. You're also you were someone that seemed like you were giving back. You were yeah. hooking up your homegirls and stuff. Talk about that, you know, because yeah. it seemed like you were you didn't flip in the idea of using the money for yourself or being selfish. No, you, you know were, what? I always had the heart to give back. Like even then. I had homegirls who wasn't tied up into things I was, and mm. I was getting money. Mm-hmm. So I would make sure that my homegirls were straight, you know? Everything that consisted of our life at the time, whether it was like a little pot or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? I made sure we had that. I made sure we start drinking, we had our liquor. We had everything that we need. Mm. And then growing up, it just kind of like stuck with me because I ended up opening up a club, and mm. I opened it for the youth. And I just want to give back to the kids in the community who really didn't have too many places to go after school. And they would come in there and skateboard, use the Wi-Fi. I had Wi-Fi in there for them. Um, it's just something that stuck with me, always giving back. Like, even to this day, I joined the foundation for my aunt. Right. The Michael Myvet Foundation. Mm-hmm. That's how I actually start, started writing my first book, mm. was the Michael Myvet Foundation. My auntie bought me a laptop mm. because I was her secretary. But the foundation was to give back. We would go yeah. downtown, feed the homeless every three months. This wow. wasn't something that we would just do for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Every three months, faithfully, we're going downtown. And because of my demographic of being raised around those type of people, mm. it was, like, enjoyable for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I would enjoy it. Like, everybody that walked up, where they were getting clothes, whether they were getting a play, I vibed with them. We had music mm-hmm. going. And I loved it. I loved every moment of it because these are the type of people I'm used to being around. Yeah. They all have different personalities. Everybody got a different story, too. So that everybody part. that walk up, for some reason, they'll grasp to me and tell me their story. And we'll laugh. We'll, you know, damn near cry. I ain't going to lie. I'm very emotional. I'm a little gangster, but I'm emotional. <laughs> that makes you human, right? Yeah, that like makes I'm you human, human, you know? Yeah. And I'm a girl. So I, I will get emotional sometimes. You know, some people have sad stories, but for the most part, the, my energy, I have a really great energy. Mm. So everybody that walked to me, would, like I said, whether they're getting a play, clothes, whatever, 
bring that good energy over here. That part. Take that sasha down there to the lady <laughs> over there that's finna give you one scoop mm-hmm. of greens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bring that good energy to yeah. me. Cause <laughs> I, I just want to hear all the good shit. Like, because mm. I grew up like, you know. Yeah, and I love that. I mean, look, that's that's I haven't heard that before. And yeah. I love that you touched on that because we can talk about all the bad and this yeah. and that, but yeah. you did so much good too. You mm-hmm. did so much good. And I feel like it's not even coming out of you trying to prove something. No, you're doing it out of your heart. Mm-hmm. Can you touch a little bit about, were you ever like a, a mentor personally to somebody where you were mentoring somebody? Like at a young age, even at a young age. I mean, young into now is crazy because I mentor a lot of people, mm. and I really wouldn't consider it mentoring. But every day, somebody's in my inbox. People I don't even know. Like I know you don't know me, but I just want to tell you this and get your opinion. Or just every day, I'm mentoring somebody, mm. and I don't even look at it as mentoring because they coming to me for advice. But in reality, it's mentoring. That's like young people, old older people, way older than me. And wow. they know, I, I I don't know, they get a vibe from me. Like I said, people that don't even know me, they probably just see I'm a cool person. They like my vibe. And I'm not judgmental. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you can come to me and talk to me about pretty much anything. All my friends do. Even men. I, like, I feel like I'm like, about to open up right now, too. No, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Real <laughs> like, spit. Just real. the fact that, like, yeah. I can imagine. They see somebody that's written books. How many times... Have you ran into people that had that thought, but you actually did it, you capitalized on it, and you made it happen, you know what I mean? That's what I try to tell a lot of people, that a lot of people hit me up about, I want to write a book. Right. How can I write my story? Like, it's easier said than done. That part. And just do it. That's all I tell people. Just do do it. it. Pull out your laptop and start writing. That's what I did. I just start writing. And I went from there, and it became a passion, so I never stopped. Mm. I kept going 48 books later on Amazon, but... Really, I have That's about dope. sixty something books. Right, right. I just have forty eight on Amazon right now. So, so quick question: When you're coming up, the books probably weren't a thing in your head at that time, right? No. So you had to lead up to that to well, be like. Well, growing up, I loved writing. I always okay. Kept a that journal. was already in you. I okay. always kept a diary. I'm a journal diary fanatic. Um, I wrote poems even mm. back then. Nobody would ever believe that because I don't really write poems in my books, but. I used to write poems and stuff like that, so I already had it in me to write. Mm. I'm just not a typer, but yeah, but it was I'm there. That's it hard. was there, though. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was there. Talk about the the foundation part, uh, because that's even in itself. That's a gem for a few probably that don't know. Like, there's foundations programs out there that will help you begin if yeah. you're interested. So, talk about your experience with that. When you what what that was like getting the opportunity to actually now be able to start writing. It was really dope. And like I said, it's harder. People make it harder than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Like, you could self-publish. You could. It's some really great publishers on Facebook. Anybody mm-hmm. that's, that want to write a book, reach out to me on Facebook. I have really great publishers. I know editors. I know book cover designers where yeah. you could get this stuff done for a little bit of nothing. Um, marketing is the biggest thing, too. You got to market yourself, mm-hmm. but... Like, I don't know, writing just... No, yeah, yeah, I, no, definitely. But that's now with the with the laptop part, when you first got your, your laptop, that's how you started, you mentioned Oh, yeah. Right? I, so. I had some... So when I first... I had threw the book in the closet mm-hmm. for a little long... For a long time. Um, I, Like I said, I joined my auntie's foundation. She bought me a laptop. I was mm-hmm. her secretary. I'm like, let me try to type a little bit in my book and just see how far I could go. And You're how old at this point? Hours. How old am I, baby? 
like 35. At this like point, 30. no, at this point, like when you were when you're doing oh, the, the first book. Yeah, not yeah. right now. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. At this let me point when you my idea <laughs> <out> real quick. <laughs> um, I was at writing. I was young. Like I said, I threw it in the closet for a long time. And at this point, I probably was about like, no, I want to say about 26. 26. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. About okay. 26. When I pulled it out and just tried to write and then threw it away again. Mm. And then pulled it out a lot, like 30 something. When I pulled it back out and really started uh, writing, uh-huh. I was in my 30s and I didn't stop. I had like two chapters in an hour or two. What brought you back again? The laptop my auntie had bought me. <laughs> Again, that's what and brought then you back I had again. a friend who I got discouraged. I had editing problems, but I had a friend that was like, "You better not stop. Write another book." And that's when I wrote Trap Girl because I had a whole other book I was working on about my life story. Mm, gotcha. But Trap Girl, I started writing and I didn't stop, and it was so interesting. And it really became interesting because it was a part of my life, but I could be fiction because I wrote this mm-hmm, based mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. a little bit of my life. But now that I could be fiction, I could just go. Because I'm very creative. Like, Mm -hmm. writing a good book is creativity. That part. I'm very creative, so I just didn't stop. It's like nine books to that series now. That's At at what point did you know that you had a story that you wanted to jot down? Um, When I was younger. I want to say probably. So you knew. You were leading up to it. You're like, I got to put this somewhere. I got to. And then a lot of people always be like, you need to write a book. Like, they knew my story. They knew Mm -hmm. my life. So I got Mm -hmm. that a lot. Like, damn, I'm going to write that one. Mm-hmm. I always said that too. Like I'm gonna write a book one day, even real young. Yeah, it happened. And, and you know what? Not to not to glorify it, but most of the time that you hear stories like that, you know, dudes are curve serving or, or nickel and diming, but you you guys did it on a whole different scale. Yeah. And so basically, some movie shit, really. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah, you, you know, it's trans it translates well in the book. Like mm-hmm. why not or a movie or a show? Especially mm-hmm. now they got you know everything's about that right now. Mm, right. So yeah. You know I'm saying? diving into that now. Like that's my next. Yeah, I'm filmmaking, right? I'm not gonna yeah. say I'm tired of writing books because it's my passion, but I just think that I'm so much doper now than just flipping pages. Like you could watch me, and I'm I'm ready mm-hmm. to go on the big screen. So That'd I be just, tight. Yeah, like I'm ready. Like I, I can see it two years. Yo, was mm-hmm. that Barbie? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? No. I'm gonna be next to Tyler Perry you now. <laughs> I can see it, man. I believe and, and, and all it takes nowadays is just one thing to go viral. That's mm-hmm. all it takes. That's all it really just takes. One fucking thing to take off. And that's off all and, I need is just somebody yes. to see and recognize, like, like I'm selling a story itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, despite what's in the books, I'm selling a story myself. Like, I'm a hood chick. Mm. I'm loyal as hell. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I, I left on some positive things, but I always touch back. I know where I came from. Mm-hmm. But I'm dope as hell because when you actually read these stories, you're like, damn, you got to be creative to write the type of books I right. write. And for them to hold somebody's attention. That part. the hard, One of the hardest things to keep someone yeah. engaged, honestly. Yeah. You got to keep some, You got to mm-hmm. keep people engaged. And my biggest thing, too, in writing, and this is for anybody that want to write, Touch emotions, and I'm good at that. Mm. Like I'm good at touching emotions. If you cry, like I cry off my own books. So like to the point where I have to get yeah. up, like damn, and woosah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna make you cry. I'll make you mm-hmm. cry too. Mm-hmm. Like 
Nah, nah, not today. No, I'm just kidding. Not today. Not on camera. <laughs> Yo, I swear, I swear, when you read these books, you'll cry. I'm like, damn. I, emotion's that a really deep. big thing that, mm-hmm. that you talked about, and I want to talk about that, too, because you have kids, you know, you have family, mm-hmm. and there comes emotion with that, too. Yeah, very um, much. Especially your mom being incarcerated at one point. She got mm-hmm. d- indicted, right? She, your mm-hmm. mother got indicted. So I'm sure there was a lot of emotions happening when that happened as well. Can you touch on those emotions when that happened, when you lost your superwoman? Oh, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Mike check. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hold up. Not my mom. Like, what the hell? I mean, it's something. I can't even say I expected it because she's so sharp. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My mom yeah. is like lace. Like, she knew lace. her shit. She knew what she, she... She's sharp as shit. And she just got tied up into mm. some, you know, phone. The phone, yeah. of course. There, it's always the phone. What, what year was this, more or less? Like so, the phone was a thing. Two thousand, two thousand one. Oh yeah, oh, the phone wow. was okay. kind of yeah. barely there. Yeah. It was already in the mix. And she got tired. These are wire phones, phone right? We're not at wireless phones yet, right? These are wired. Two thousand one. Like, <laughs> like just right. They, was like, they might nah, have those brick, had, bricks uh, and Nokia's. Nah, and, we passed bricks now. It's probably like we going into the. Sprints, the flips. Yeah, like okay, that. that I era. think at this point we almost probably to chirp. Is it? Damn. Oh, shoot, I don't no, even know. No, chirp had been like 04, 03. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to get the so idea. So it probably was you know? Motorola yeah, and it's just to set it up. Mm-hmm. But house phones, house right. phones were a thing. House, it was house yeah. phones, mm-hmm. and that was our house phone was tapped. Damn. <laughs> so it was, was a real tapped. deal, like some movie shit. Phones yeah. tapped and wires. Yeah, and it was and crazy because at this time we checking the phone bill and that shit like. DA fourteen, DA like district. DA. What is that? What does what? that even mean? Like district like, attorney. Oh, tapping in. Yeah. So like you it see was it on the phone tap, on the phone bill. What? I didn't even know that. I didn't know that, that would either. Come up. Yeah, they bring it up in court. <laughs> <laughs> that part, right? But Damn. yeah, though, she got caught up in some. You know, mm-hmm. she was. You know, that's why I, I'm, I could talk about it. You right. Know what I'm right. She served her time. Did about thirteen years, and um, it was just crazy. Like the whole time, like damn, I gotta really become a woman, you know? Mm. And then while she was incarcerated, my grandma passed, and that was my... She's wow. superwoman. So yeah. so that was Bobby the only Lita. other person you had, though, too. Right. My granny. Right? Yeah, that's who I grew up with. Like, mm-hmm. my grandma, that's my G Damn. superwoman. Right. Like, and it was crazy, because her house was in the hood. Mm. And she's Hispanic, barely, no English. Mm-hmm. My grandma didn't mm-hmm. speak no English. And she's, she was here for everything that transpired in our household but that was from my mom Mm -hmm. but she ended up passing while my mom was incarcerated that was hard yeah that was hard to deal with like even to this day like it's still hard like i bring i probably bring her up in more of my books than my mom Mm, (laughs) wow maria doña mari doña mari Mm -hmm. talk to us about the like um you know those what that was like because now you're in a place where because a lot of these individuals as youth sometimes they're in a place where now they how how old were you how old am I? No, how old no, were you at that time when moms when went away? When my grandma passed? When um, moms went away first. Oh, she, and I then... probably was like 19, 20. Okay. So, so she went away when you were 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Were you hustling at the time too? Yep. Okay. So you, you you knew the game. You already you oh, took yeah. that. You were doing I, your I own thing though, right? At, I want to say like 12, 13. 12, 13. Damn. Like I said, I hit it though. My right. mom didn't know. Yeah. And technically right. from the best. You but know who are you hustling to? At that age, you're not going to middle school, are you? And well, yeah, I was, but sure. I didn't you know what? I really wasn't like hustling at school and stuff. 
I, I didn't play that. Like when I right. went to school, I was you like, was doing I, school. I was yeah, you went to school. So you were working yeah. with adults, grown adults, and oh, you yeah, was doing I was around all adults. So I ain't gonna lie. At school, it was like everybody was a joke. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for what I need to do. Mm. Like yo, the teachers, okay. like what? My mama come up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, you, I'm not in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, right. I'm not in trouble. Don't make me call my mama up here. <laughs> right, but. I was hustling, young. So you were hustling. You finished high school and everything, everything. Yep. So all that worked out. No, no hiccups like that or nothing. Well, I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter, mm. and um, which is always I that's a big thing. High school, but I ended up going to a place called Home yep, on yep, 29th and yep, Central. Yep. You know, they got all the little mm-hmm. stuff there. The youth for the they youth. They do a lot of good a work. A lot there. of good things yeah. at a place called mm-hmm. Home, mm-hmm. and they helped me. And I was still hustling after that. Hey, what still. happened when when you found out that you were pregnant? I was just like, oh, uh, it, was <laughs> it was crazy because when I found out I was pregnant, I was just scared to tell my mama. Oh, well. And it's, we like best friends. Right. And I was so scared to tell her because she, the way she was raising me, even though I was being introduced to a lot of things I probably shouldn't have, mm. the way she was raising me, I didn't want to disappoint her. Mm. Yep, yep. You know, I didn't want to. And even though I was like, at this time, I was gang banging and everything. Yeah. And my mom knew. But she didn't like it. She didn't really care for that life. She didn't want that life for me and my sister. Yeah, I gotcha. So you're but the fact that you made it to like 18, 19, relatively no issues like that, right? Yeah. And then and then moms ends up getting busted. What comes to mind, what kind of lifestyle were you living? And I'm thinking at that scale, what were you guys like balling out and shit like that? I mean, yeah, like like no lie, like I, growing up, my whole life, I, I really didn't come from the struggle. The struggle for me was dodging the police and stuff. Yeah, you know? different struggle. I didn't grow sure. up. My granny, it was a meal on that table every night for my grandmother. Mm. And with my mom, I had the world. I, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, mm. you know, it's some kids in the ghetto that will have it made. I had it made as a kid. Like, mm. I didn't eat for now. I didn't even have to do the stuff I was doing. I just was a little rebellious because it was interesting. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, yeah. So so when they hit the house and then mom starts to go through what she's going through, um, do, did you feel like, fuck, this is a change of life right now? This is what's about yeah, to happen? A whole different. What? When they hit the house and my mom went, it was something to really think about for a long time. And it was just me and my sister at this point. How old was sister? You, was, she you one have... year older than me. Okay, so you at and least had, a, thank God, somebody. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Really. My sister G, yeah. And it was just like, damn. So she kind of took over that role. Mm. But she kind of been took over that role when we were kids because we grew up with our granny. Mm. She was the one that did my hair. She was the one that kind of groomed me a little bit, you know, through life. Looked out. So when she got um, knocked down, then got indicted, it was like she, my sister had to take over the role as my mom a little bit. And I always followed her footsteps. I always looked up to her and admired my mm. sister. But we did what we had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We did what we had to do. So we started really hustling. And then I caught a case. Damn. So mm-hmm. it was like, damn, I caught these. I, I start I, I start kind of getting in a little trouble. I caught a few cases. They were always gun cases. Mm. And um which is crazy though that you're hustling and you ain't mm-hmm. ever caught a dope case, mm-hmm. which thankfully probably kept you out that whole yeah. you know, they're already looking at you yeah. guys. Yeah, and and they hated us. 
They oh, they us. knew. They knew, they knew that we the were. cop. Well, they okay. knew our gang names. They, me and my sister, is that right? they know who we Man. And it was just like, damn, I caught that case. Like, I got kids. At this point, I ended up having a son. So two babies it's at this point. Two babies now. And I'm like, damn, I got to, like, get it together. Mm. Like, I got these kids. So... I took that joint suspension, and that's kind of what set me oh, down a man. little bit. Yeah, you know how that shit goes. Yeah. It's like, you got to... What was it, five, seven, seven, something crazy? It was seven. Yeah. And I know, like, damn, anything happened, I'm gone. Just yeah, for the and, whole and seven. I want to touch on that. With joint suspension, they don't play that. Mm -hmm. Joint suspension, how, how does that ideally work? Like, want to touch on that, Barbie? Or? Well, yeah, it works like where you... Basically, you like taking a plea or something, like... Mm. I'm agree to it's like pro I have probation with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm agreeing to if I get into any type of trouble, it, it don't matter what it is, I'm gonna do an automatic seven years. And they don't play, they're gonna give you that whole seven years. Even as simple as a so traffic I'm stop. I'm promising that for seven years, I'm not finna do nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I had kids, so I had to like, damn, these kids. Like, period. My kids come before anything in life. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I just I finna write these books. I finna write these books. I finna, I found, I was doing different stuff. I had a clothing line. I was rapping. That's one thing I was really heavy into is my music. I was rapping okay. heavy. But I ended up finding another passion in writing books mm. because of my creative mind. Right. And it was a different atmosphere for me now because I'm praying and asking God for this peace. I have been through so much in my life that now I want peace. That part. So I prayed to God for this peace, and I, this what happened. I started writing books. I started writing books, and it ended up really giving me a peace that I would have never expected I would have because of the way I grew up. Like, at some point, I got tired. Mm -hmm. I got tired of the house being raided, and I'm dodging the police and the gang life, and, and I just got tired. So now... I'm presented with this piece I've been asking for. What you gonna do with it? So, this is what I did with it. That's that's tight, man. Well, you know, you know what later. I'm wondering though. How hard was it after that joint suspension? Because I'm imagining like you were plugged in hard to fucking leave that and something that you know is for sure. Hard. You know, and then a jump in the unknown. And I still was, you know, I was still dabbling Dabble. here and there, okay. making my little money. I still was doing what I gotta do, but. The book stuff had became mm. a, so much of a passion that that's all I wanted to do was, and then I started making great money from it. I'm like, damn, this is kind of easy. I can, I, I you you seen yourself block. doing it? Mm -hmm. Like you like I could do this. I could do this. You know, easy. My first book, I said I could do this. Mm. I so it's, I only been in the game about five, six years. Right, you're fairly now, fresh still. Like, yeah. is that considered fresh? Like, I don't know the author world. Yeah, like I'm the book fresh. writing. Like, like I'm still fresh and. You know, it's a lot of authors been in the game 20 years and they probably got five, six books. That really ain't my business to speak on, but, yeah, you know, right. 48 books mm -hmm. and I only been in the game five. Really, I got more than that. I just she, haven't. What she just said them. was, what are y'all doing? What are y'all <laughs> like, doing? Yeah, because I was a reader. I was a reader too and I used to be waiting a couple years for a book like, damn, this book's so good. Where the other one at? I don't like doing that. I, I like that. I like that it. you touched on that. I ran into that shit so many times. Yeah, I'll pick up do. a James Patterson series or something, and I'm like, God damn, when are they gonna when drop the, the other one? And I'm yeah. sitting there. Um, I did that with Game of Thrones. If you're familiar with it, the other one never came out. 
We're still Never. waiting on A it. lot of authors don't but, ever yeah. drop the other one. You be, well, mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. Like, <laughs> right. Damn, when is it? And I'm still going, I'm going to read it like I mm-hmm. never did. Damn, y'all be real. I'm still over here waiting on like Magic School Bus type stuff, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all some big books, man. The book got the little catalog. Yeah, I'm he's over, still I doing picture books, y'all. Like, the, the school fair books, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah bro. Classic school trying to, fair. Trying huh? to buy three books to get a pen. I remember bringing them all to my grandma, <laughs> Like, too. can I get, I want She's this one and this so one. She's excited, too. Yeah. Like, I should be like, yeah, I want this one. Oh, my gosh. Hey, but you know what's crazy? Um, Your first language was Spanish, mm-hmm. huh? When did you learn English? I learned it like as I as I was growing up. I, I learned them both uh-huh. because like my aunts spoke English, but I was a grandma baby, so Spanish was my first language. Like f- growing up, speaking three, four, five years old, two, one, I was learning Spanish. So I spoke Spanish more because this is mm. my granny I'm talking that's, to. That's what you're right. talking and in the my house. Grandma didn't speak English, so my aunts spoke Spanish. But they spoke English too, but they grew up speaking Spanish too. So our whole household was just speaking Spanish. Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. That's tight, man. That's tight. Cause then at this point you're you're bilingual. You're able yeah, to I'm bilingual. Hey, is there any Spanish any Spanish uh you know speakers out there that want a Spanish book? A trap girl Spanish uh-huh, you know uh-huh. translation? You'll put in the comments. It's an option, huh? You it ain't know. hard to do though. Yeah. I could flip that right now in an hour. Yeah, that part it's in Spanish now. There's like I there's this guy that's on YouTube who literally has like his English videos and he started new channels now, English, like different Japanese, all that. And he's making more money on the translated uh videos yeah. than the English one. Yeah. So it's like that's, that's what I need to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to tell you, but that's you know, it's money there, which is mm-hmm. tight. It's tight. Yeah. Um, I I have a question. You mentioned um um grandma, and then somewhere along your story, she passed away. Did she get to see you drop no. these books? Oh, good man. question. Really, that's a really good question. Yeah, I was really hoping like and you she know got what? I've been thinking about that all the time. Like, damn, my granny would be so proud of me because she would be proud of me just from. I'm talking about my granny was my biggest supporter. Like, I could make a sandcastle in the backyard mm. and she'd be happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't eat that, mm-hmm. mom. I called her out, mom. I'm mom, look, I made a sandcastle. She'd be, like, happy and shit. So I know how happy yeah. she'd be. She was my biggest supporter, too. So, yeah. If you if you had uh, your grandma here, you know, you had 30 seconds, what would you tell her? Oh, that's his thing. Shit. He's asked that one before. And I have. Yeah, I'm yeah, curious. That's, his, that's a, you know. Damn. I don't even know. That's a hard one. A hard probably one. I love you a hundred million times. Like, mm-hmm. if she finna leave again, I'm gonna probably just tell her yeah. how much I love her a million times. Just won't stop until my 30 seconds is over. Like, I love real her. shit. I, it's, it's, it's dope that, you know, you had this, uh, so, some people to look up to. And mm-hmm. I think what I love is, and some, that's something we gotta think about, too, you didn't look up to your mom and look at and absorb the negative part. Mm-hmm. You absorb the positive part. Yeah. The hustle. Mm-hmm. The responsibility component. Mm-hmm. The you know the mature part. And I think that's something that you have to learn. Like you know there you can look at some of the worst individuals that are doing bad work, but little do you know they're great leaders because they're doing this. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. They have these aspects, these perspect, these personalities, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And they gotta grow at some point. Like, my mom is that very part. positive now. Yeah. She's at home. It's so crazy because I'm really, like, a split image of her because my mom is on a real positive level now. Her mind frame is, like, totally different. What's that look like? She's at home 
Right now, as we speak, she's probably outside building something. Building? <laughs> like a deck or a pool. Her and her boyfriend. Oh, working with her hands, huh? Yeah, okay. like Damn. she really chilling with her dogs and probably planting flowers or something. And that shit exciting to her. Like, I'll be mm -hmm. listening to her and we be talking, look what I just did. Like, she got a gang of guitars. She bought me a guitar for my birthday. That type of stuff excites her. So it's so amazing to see that. Because I know, like, what's in her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When she first got out, I used to be like, damn, don't fall back to the streets. Mama. Yeah. And I, I seen it in there. Like, she was probably tempted, but she didn't. She she kept a positive, like, narrative. She just, you know? You, you, real quick, you know right now that you touched on it, how was, you guys, she, you said she went away for 13. Mm -hmm. So how was that time with just you and your sister at this point? How'd you guys like cope with that? Did you guys stay at grandma's house? Um, you know what? It got crazy. It got crazy. Um, we had lost a few like close loved ones from mm -hmm. the hood. Wow. My grandma ended up passing. Mm -hmm. The house ended up getting taken. That's what? always a cold one, man. Because you yeah, gotta keep so that. So it property. was like because our house from the eighties was a trap house. Mm. This is something that the whole world knows. It's like nothing to hide. They, yeah. The house got taken by the police department by the state. I was going to say, they did that shit where the city comes and deems your property a, a, nuis a public nuisance or something? It was our house versus the state. We finna take this house. Y'all got Damn. too much going on. And they took it and knocked shit. it down. And that's no really way. when... Knocked it down. That's really when I kind of was just like, yeah, it's time to elevate a little bit and go. Mm. That right there took the biggest part of me. Like, no lie, it made me don't even want to really just be in the city. I mean, even though I still was, it just made me like, damn, like, this is all I knew. Mm -hmm. My granny in her house, like, that's all I got. That's all I know. My mom incarcerated. Right. I was like, what? Well, there's nothing really here for me, except for my homies. No lie, my homies, like I said, they have became a big part of my family because that's all I know. So I would still come back and, you know, mm -hmm. chill with the homies, but... That house saying. took that, a that lot sucks, out of That sucks, man. Mm -hmm. um, and there it was sucked. nothing you could do to fight that? Well, my family tried to fight it. They fought it. But my granny had passed away. So it kind of like became like less sentimental. So And we Got really you. didn't have a choice. Yeah, that, that's fucking cold. I've heard that story a lot. I just seen one in, uh, I think it was Vegas. Some crazy ass apartments where the lady. Oh, no, you know what? There was another one over here oh, out there have, towards the 90s, I think. We had one right here in, or in was the it 20s. Here? We had and one in the 20s. Was it the old lady came oh, out? She spoke on the news saying, like, bro, this ain't that. You guys keep painting it that. And they're trying yeah. to. She's like 80 something years old and they're trying to take her house. Because there's dudes that live there yeah. that may kick it there yeah. or whatever. And the city just arbitrarily says. This is a public nuisance. We're yeah. going to take your home from you. Yeah. So just the idea of seeing people kicking outside. But it's like they try to throw up, more though. shit in there. It's been built up yeah. from years. Like, it have to be years. Like, this house been right here for since the 80s. <laughs> Were they watching your guys' house for yeah, like a minute? Yeah, they moved right across. The division moved directly across the street. They, of course, they watching that house. Damn, taking pictures and doing all yeah, that. Just like in the movies. It. And we ain't even doing nothing over there either. By this time, my mama gone. Y'all Damn. Damn. Mom's gone. Did that did that come out of left field? Because mom's was already busted, so you yeah, guys probably thought it was already, already done and over with? Yeah, it's over with. Damn. When, okay. When did mom's come out? Oh. I don't even remember what year. She's been out for a few years now, though. You were already doing the book stuff uh -huh. when she when she came mm -hmm. out. And she got a book, too. 
Oh, nine why she was busted? Yeah, my mom got two you, books. Nine Lives is her um first one. I like that. And it's that like one the is about, oh yeah, component. that's nine because lives. my grandma will always tell her, you have nine lives. My mama mm. done been through everything. Mm. I'm talking about hell for ransom. Um, everything. My mama done been through everything. And that is all in her book. Everybody call mom right now. We need her on the podcast right now. Like, I, we need her. Too. <laughs> I wish she was right here there, though. I like swear. I wish I could put a face on it. You I know, swear. like I would my love mom, that. I call it right now. She is have y'all laughing. Energy is the best. Yeah. I feel like it's sad. She, her energy better. We could definitely shit. We'll do, do a love to have moms on here. For real. We do a little spin off. We do it on moms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. She'll love that. She'll come down. We just actually threw her a surprise party. No She's way. out of state now. She lives out of state. That's all okay, that's okay. she's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. We just gave her a surprise party. Her birthday was January 29th. It was so dope. Nice. Uh, happy birthday dope. to moms, y'all. Mm-hmm. You happy and birthday. your sister? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are still cool. Same thing. You got fam bam still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about you. moving because you you grew up here your whole life, mm-hmm. right? Now you move elsewhere. Mom moved elsewhere. What's that like mm-hmm. now that you're in a different kind of location? Now you're not in this usual neighborhood that you were used to honestly i I just i live there just to live there i can't adapt to there because my heart over here Mm. you know what i'm saying my heart over here so i can't i I don't think i would probably ever adapt nowhere i move to because i'm just there to live i don't want to meet no neighbors i don't want to meet no people i go to the market every day because i I love cooking but i'm just never gonna adapt where i move what like about safety shit. wise? No, I mess like, with I'm, that. I'm I curious about that. Wise, safety wise, yeah. like, what's that look like? At least well, you safer feel safer where yeah, you're at now. Yeah, I feel very much safer, and mm-hmm. I have more peace. I can write. Mm. Like, I got mountain views, and wow. you know what I'm saying? It's dope, but my heart just will never really just be there 100%. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it's, 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 I love it, especially for my kids. It's a better environment for my kids. Yeah. And I'm not far, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just gone. I'm still here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still here. I can have a freeway away, and I'm still here. I respect that. And that that is still comes back to the part where you care about the individuals that stay here. Yeah, you know, yeah, you care I for them. I love these individuals over here. When did you start the club that you talked about? And then when you say club, I'm thinking, like, club. some, like, you know? Yeah, like, I know. Uh, that is a club, club, VIP, club, club. like, you know. It was a club. It was a nice little small club held about 200 people. Where was this at? And like, nearby? On 39th and Broadway. And it was called mm, Barbie's Palace. And this was at the that time tight, when the Palace. ENTs had just started. The mm. skateboarding mm-hmm. got mm. a little more popular in the black culture. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up for the youth. I will have parties from 13 to 18. Um, I will have after hours for the adults. I would give like all my family members parties there. Like it was cool. It was that never really happened there. Ne- never. A safe place more so. It was like so much of a safe haven. I love that. And that's, you did that when, dope. like, around what time? Like, when your um, mom was still, moms were still incarcerated? Mom was incarcerated. I believe she had ended up getting out, though. Yeah. So she like, had ended up getting out because we had a few parties there. I remember giving my dad a party there, and I gave her a party there. So she ended up getting out. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say the year I had it. I probably had it about two years. And because of who I am in L.A., of course, it didn't last. Because the police was like, no. But they never really saw the positive that I was doing with it. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. having... This is somewhere for everybody to come be. It wasn't, like, mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nothing happening. No gangbang stuff. No nothing. Like, it was a really good environment. 
I love that. And, and keep it real, it was a few parties I had there with gang members, and it was gang members that didn't get along with each other. And I want to I want to say that I'm the first to really have all these hoods together, and there's nothing happening in here, nothing, because you got to go, and they don't want to leave. We didn't have nothing like that in the hood. So nobody want to go. We, we Everybody chilling, partying, and it's a good environment. That just shows right there, yeah. like... How there's there's this this social media you know the news every they picture they paint this picture right this negative picture yeah. but everyone's human we could all like literally they still it's just literally affirmation that they all need like yeah. everybody needs they want to be somewhere where they belong yeah and they feel you know comfortable and that it sounded like it was just that safe place that people could just come and hang out yeah. but you talked about rivalry. And I want to talk about your love story because uh -oh. there was rivalry oh, there. Shit, huh? here, here <laughs> Let's it goes, talk huh? about it. Let's talk about <laughs> that. Let's talk about it. Husband over there, too, smiling in the back, too. Cheesing <laughs> hard, yo. Cheesing hard. <laughs> but let's let's talk about that. When did that start? Oh. <laughs> Man, okay. So, it's a good one. It's a good no, one. So, so it's crazy because we... It started on some rivalry shit, too. Mm. I wasn't supposed to like him. He wasn't supposed to like me. Mm -hmm. Like, straight up. Our hoods is enemies. Mm -hmm. And it started just on some... He got a name. I got a name. It was like that. Like, mm -hmm. he heard my name, and then I heard his name, and we heard each other's name. So we just started flirting. Mm -hmm. And we actually used each other's football team to talk shit to each other because we was crushing. Who are your teams? He, I'm a Raider fan, and he Dallas. But we used our football teams to flirt with each other. I didn't know that he was doing that and he probably didn't know I was doing that either, mm. but it was happening. It was working, yeah. And then we got the opportunity to be together. And he was incarcerated. Mm. So he ended up he ended up going to jail or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, damn, I'm in love with this man. And uh. I held shit down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. yeah. I held it down. What? Like how? How much of a challenge was that? Fairy tale I'll be wanting. I love that. I you know what? I, I really do tale. love it because he got out. Uh, love after love. Man, <laughs> it, it happens. You mm -hmm. know, I, I psh, when I first got out, I was in love with you know three. I said I was gonna do all kinds of shit, and I you know what yeah. I mean. As soon as I got out, I was gone. You know I mean? thought so, you were gonna say yeah, three. That's I heard the number three, yo. I heard the Think about it. Right. If you got, she knows what I'm talking. Right. Barbie knows what I'm talking about. If you got, if you got one sending you a package, and then you're like. Girl, when I get out, we're going to get an apartment. <laughs> we gonna, brush. Like, what? The moment you step foot out here, you gone. You're like, no, what? I'm free. Gosh. So it's fucking rare, and, and it's dope that, um, yeah. you know, it actually happened. He got happened. out, and he did everything he said he was going to do. So. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's what's up, man. A man of his word. he's word. like my biggest supporter, word. my biggest pusher, my director. He directed me on shit. I'm like, man, you the husband. Go. <laughs> You know, right. you better get your ass over here. <laughs> I'm somewhere probably trying to take me a little sip or something. He tripped. Get your ass in front of that camera. Let's go. Like, well, he went on that Louis, Louis wallet. He went on the whips. That's what he's looking at. No, he, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Biggest no, but. supporter, like biggest. Oh, he be, we be laying in bed and be like, so what should I do right here? Because I want to kill this person. And he be like. 
kill him. Shit. Damn, hold him. <laughs> but this fiction, so. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, you talking about yeah. the book? Yo, I thought he was on a call or no, like something. I'm like, like how she do that right now? Like, like no, what? that's in why real I say life? this is my biggest no. story. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll be coming up I love with these that. crazy ass stories. And yeah. Oh my gosh. But like, how was it? Like, there had to be sneaking around because. It wasn't safe. Literally, this is crazy. No, nah, you like, know what? It, it... When you're a reptable. Yeah, huh? and I'm, you know, when you're a reptable, you ain't got to mm-hmm. really sneak. You know I didn't even know that. What? Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, my homies, they going to adapt to anybody I bring around. Period. Mm. Like, they but, know you're good people and you look at yeah, good people. They know you fuck food, with good people. You know, people know not to fuck with <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know, I, see, like I see, I see. Like, yeah, yeah. There too. And it's crazy because his father ended up being my OG. Mm. And so it was like when he told, oh my God, this, read the book, y'all. It's all in the book, y'all. Loving the Chaotic Savage. <laughs> read the book. Definitely Which one was it? Book. Loving Which the Chaotic Savage. Part two is Dear Chaotic. Part three is Chaotically in Love. There you go. And then these are, parts. they're all on Amazon. You can just all look them up, Amazon, Amazon real everything quick, is order Arthur, it. Arthur, Barbie, I'm more okay. everything, get it. But, yeah, the love story is fun, complex, cool. Nobody got nothing to say about it. Mm. We cheating the game with it. Okay. Because, you know, we mm-hmm. two somebodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's one somebody now. So Absolutely. We cheating the game. I love it. I like that, man. Mm-hmm. A, a nice, good, genuine love story. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice, good, genuine love story, There too. you go. Like, like definitely up, uh, book up. material, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, like, why not? I'm not going to lie. We inspire a lot of people. Like, mm. we got... It's a lot of guys that we know. I ain't going to say no names. And <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of guys we know. Like, damn, y'all give me hope with my relationship. That's good. We inspire a lot of people to be in love. Like, no lie. That's good. And Like, y'all, y'all like therapists in a yeah. way. Like, yeah, you know, pretty much. And, and we're like good environmental people. You could... When you come to our world, which is our home, if we invite you to our home, you come to our home, we gonna, it's going to be a lot of generosity, and we we good hosts, and mm-hmm. we good people, and it's genuine. That. It's not like you're coming over here and it's fake. It's genuine. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a great time. You're going to eat mm-hmm. good. You're going to laugh. You're going to have a great time. And you can spend the night. Just get your ass up early and go. <laughs> right. <laughs> not like I that. <laughs> Y'all looking like yeah, you know, I, I just playing. I ain't trying real. to see it's you good, in the morning. You yeah, gotta but it's a good, genuine love story, though. Like, that's my dog for real. Like, it's really just us, really against the world for real. That's dope. Like, we got people in our corner that we really rock heavy with. But mm. in the end, like, at the end of the night, it's just us two against the world. So when did you meet him in your 20s or after the books 20s. and all that? OK, in my 20s or my 30s, baby, I'll be forgetting. We'll, all we'll do the so. 20. We'll stick with 20s. You're yeah, right. Really? Yeah, we'll yeah. Go to why the not? 20s. <laughs> Real um, question. When's damn. the anniversary, huh? Yeah. When's well, the anniversary? Well, really, what's the date? Crazy. We got three. <laughs> what? Damn. Like that. Oh, that's right, my boy. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, three back to back. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, <laughs> so. Man, that's dope. Our anniversary today, I slid in his DM. Oh, like that? You know what I'm saying? December 16, okay. 12, 16. And we actually had a really huge wedding. It wasn't too yeah, huge. We- it was nice. Nice. Um, I had it on my Walita birthday, December oh, 23rd. Nice. That's nice. And we had, because it's December, we had an ice wedding. 
Uh, I've seen them on on the videos. Fairy tale never, wedding. Yeah. Yeah. The eye sculptures and all that. Yeah, everything. Our little ski mask thing, you yeah, know. And hard. it was dope. And then we have June fourth, six four forever is the day that he got out uh, from prison. And we got married that day. He actually no picked way. up the phone. That's a movie too. in itself. What? What yeah, he picked up the phone and called the lady like, well, I'm on my way. We're on our way. <laughs> Who's her name, baby? Brenda. I'm on my way, Damn. Brenda. And she's like, oh, my God, I'll meet you guys there. She met us and married us right there. Like He was like, I want to marry you in jail. I'm going to marry you get home. So, Who yeah. cried first, you or him? Probably him. Oh, man. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no, right it's only right. You know, shit. That's, that's a huge moment. Too. That's a mm-hmm. huge marriage. To say you're married is huge, yeah. you know? Right. To death do you part. I tip my hat to it y'all. It is, you know? especially for people it really like us. Is. Yeah. Like, no lie. People like us. Like, things he's been through, things I've been through. Just our whole lifestyle, period. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, they got a cool love story. That's why I'm an author. Yeah. yeah. I love love stories. Yeah. People would never imagine that my favorite movie is Pretty Woman. Damn, um, okay. That's my yeah, favorite yeah, movie yeah, yeah. in the yeah. world. Pretty Woman. I love Scarface. Yeah. So you have a, a love story. You have so many stories, and it's just it's interesting because literally, like, I cannot, I'm really going to try to read all these books, like, for real. Whatever I can do, I'm going to try. You got 48 to go. I know, I got 48 yeah. to go. Shoot. You uh, love them. They love stories. I'm excited because it's like even just exp- you explaining it. I'm like, yo, this is some good content. Like this is great, amazing mm-hmm. stuff for to to just go over. Uh, do you do the? Um, for some reason, I have I buy paperbacks, but I just stack them up. That's what ends up happening. Yeah. So what I started doing recently, and I know I hated it forever, is doing the um, on the phone like eBooks and Kindle. stuff like that. Yeah, not a Kindle, but yeah, something like that. Because I'm doing my well, shit off of Android. It ain't an actual but. Kindle. But the app is called Kindle Unlimited. Okay. That's how okay. I like I, I tell everybody, I got 48 books. Mm-hmm. You finna be not only spending, but 48 books to order. Like that's you need a you need Kindle. a bookcase. It's ten dollars, it's free. Mm. Ten dollars a month, unlimited books, read on Kindle. I read on my phone every night. Like when I have the yeah. time to read, I go to sleep reading on my phone. But yeah, no, no, I, I'm glad you said that because I didn't know. How easy it was. It's like a book, bro. At first, I was yeah, against it because I'm like, I like my old school sitting yeah, on the bunk. That was me. Putting my bookmark, sitting you know, highlighting bookmark. shit, writing with a pencil. <laughs> but, uh, man, that, that what's it called? E-readers yeah, or Kindles. It's, it's Kindle. It saves it's it for Kindle you. Yep. You want to find a word, you click on it, and it yep. gives you the oh definition. Yep. I'm like, that. what? You want to know what's crazy? When I first wrote Trap Girl, I really, that's why I don't really consider myself, um... I ain't going to say I don't consider myself an author, but at that time, I didn't know about Kindle. Mm. I never knew that that's where it's at. Like, my entire fan base reads on Kindle. Really? Like, I make way more money on Kindle than I do with paperbacks. Mm. And that's for anybody that's inspired to write. Kindle is where you at. The good thing is going with a publisher that has a Kindle following. You know, so you could generate those readers. I was selling these out the trunk of my car. Mm -hmm. Going to the hood, I'm talking about sitting on crates with a duffel bag, going on Facebook, like, pull up to the hood, I got Trap Girl books. And I was selling them like that, and I never knew about Kindle. I just mm-hmm. always sold paperbacks. And then I ended up um, signing to a publisher, shout out Shan. I signed to a publisher, and that's when I really got into the whole Kindle thing. And I actually started 
um, realizing that you charting and everything. So I chart. I hit number one. A lot of my books I've hit Damn, number okay. one. Okay. Amazon top one hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Congrats on that. Thank that's you. that's uh, like, like just the title alone, the cover, like trap girl. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna make you want to click that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's crazy damn. that a lot of readers okay. they like this quick. right here. A lot of readers they they'll click on this throat baby. <laughs> oh man, they're already known. They'll click on that <laughs> yeah. because a lot of this kind of for a lot of readers is too hardcore. But when they read it and realize, that's what I try to tell readers: like, yeah. y'all got to give me a chance because it's mm-hmm. a love story. Y'all looking at my titles, y'all looking at my covers, but it's a real love story inside that book. Sex. I like that. Not like no no fairy tale okay. shit per se, but some real a real just yeah. some shit. Yeah, it's, that's like, what I, I'm a hood romance author. I love it. I love it because that that's what we need. I mean, how many times you re- read fo- stories that aren't necessarily relatable? You know right. What I'm saying? So this book right here, Dreams of Fucking a Dope Boy. So this book is about. It starts from like seventy nine. 1979? 1979. Oh, okay. okay. And I go, and, okay. I want to say every maybe two years, and I'm jumping, and it's keeping up with the music, it's keeping up with the lingo, the fashion, and that's my favorite book to write. That was my favorite book to write because it reminded me so much of my childhood, my mm-hmm. teenage years, and it... it now, where I'm at now, part three, I'm like in 1996. So I went from 79 to 96, from the pagers to the brick phones mm. to everything. So I'm now it's 96. Like, I'm at like an era with like Foxy Brown, Lil Kim and them, Pac Biggie and them. So it's going to be a whole different ball game. I haven't wrote it yet, the part three, but when I do. Hey, how how hard is it to like write? And then also, because it sounds like you're, you're keeping it... Um, like historically accurate or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. That's pretty much it. So how hard is it to write your actual story, but then trying to remember the timelines of shit, right? Like- well, I have um, this thing that uh, authors we use is called an outline. Okay. Um, there's some authors that write real complex outlines, like to describe the person, like to a T, um, their character traits, everything. I don't do that. I keep it simple because I'm really off the brain with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So as I'm going, I'm just creating this outline where it's like, I need this to happen, this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. And for a book like this where I'm writing about certain years, I'll put the year this happened, the year we wore this, the year, Mm. you know, so I keep an outline. Got it, and that's like the way you go about it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, because my brain was thinking like, you really have to pay attention to, for example, yeah. if it's 1990, you ain't going to put somebody, hey, homeboy, open up an iPhone. Yeah. Because it's like You have to be careful with that gotta... because you have authors that have done that. And um, you mentioned Beyonce and how in the 80s. or Right. You know, know what I'm saying? So you like, got to be careful it, it, with stuff like that. Okay. You got to be careful with a lot of stuff. Like you just said it was summer and now you're saying it's, Winter rain, or mm, you know, like true, like the settings be, off. That's and why all that. outline yeah. is always good. Outline is always good for those type of things. So even forty-eight books in, you still have a method to to how you do it to just make sure yeah, it comes same out. Same method. Okay. I use the same simple method. Forty-eight books. I got an outline for yeah. every last one. Wow. Because I don't want to forget stuff mm-hmm. like the kid name. I done gave this guy a four-year-old daughter. I need to write that name down. Or I'm gonna go back and have to keep searching it. Which is really hard to do. Yeah, to just go back to a yeah, bunch of pages. Yeah, because if you don't, the first two letters, if you don't spell it right, 
It's and off. You will never find it. Damn. Right. Yeah. Did you have an Arthur that like an author that you look up to? I said Arthur. <laughs> an um, author. Me? Yeah. Me. Oh, no. hey. oh my God! No, uh, uh, <laughs> I want to say yeah. Some dope you artists toes, out there that way. I like. I, I like Terry Woods. Terry Woods, true I to the game, that, yep. was like you know that that book was everywhere. You know, everywhere, everywhere. everybody was reading. And she that. kept going after yep. that. Quan, Quan mm-hmm. was a good author. He's still he's Quan mm-hmm. still doing his thing. Like we friends on Instagram and everything. Oh, that's right. Wahida Clark, she a dope author. Um, I want to say Sister Soldier, but. Coldest Winter Ever was like the hottest book and like mm. one of her, it, it probably ain't her only book, but that was the hottest book. So that's all everybody really mm-hmm. remember. But yeah, I got I a few that. authors that I look up to. That's good. And I want to, I want to kind of start touching on like what you got going on for the future now. Like now you want to start doing filmmaking, yeah. right? What's that looking like for you right now? Um, We're actually going to start shooting in July. I have a sizzle reel y'all can check out for Trap Girl on YouTube. Author Barbie Amor. But that's really what I want to do now. Like, I'm just stepping into film. And they're all based off your books. It's um, 48 books. I want 48 movies or s- mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Trap Girl is going to actually be a series. It's not because it's nine books. We can't squeeze that into two hours. And it's dope. So we want to do about nine seasons. Hopefully, that's what I'm praying for. That's tight. I'm ready to start shooting now. I'm going to shoot one of my movies. It was called Thankful for My Blessing. Now it's called Savage Love So Deadly. That's something that I'm doing as an independent film. Mm. Trap Girl Too Dope, I'm pitching that. I'm mm-hmm. pitching that so we could get that on TV. But I have some movies that I'm going to shoot independently where there's nobody really involved but me. Mm-hmm. What's that like, like trying to get into that? into that realm of filmmaking? Like, was it, you have people connected that you're going to be able to pitch it to? or you? Had well, you a, know what? That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Yeah, because I, I can't settle. Like, I could do it myself. I could spend the money myself and film it, mm-hmm. put it on Tubi or, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of aiming higher. I need some yeah, shit like power. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know? that part. That's the first thing that came to mind. I was like, yeah, I can see like it being like a this series. Shit too power, dope. Like, not? I'm not about yeah. to... Then you gotta get all these actors that can't mm-hmm. <laughs> like. So I'm 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 aiming high for these. Yeah. So Trap girl especially. If there's anybody watching that's in the film industry, yo, shout out shout yeah, out Barbie, I'll man. Me, honestly. Yeah, 50 holla at me. Terry, Tyler, <laughs> everybody <laughs> holla at me. Some, yeah, hey, I'm not sure. gonna lie, we know people that are that do know people, right? Yeah. Like well, David Shine. Yeah, low key. Shit. We've been to yeah. some events, you know, because of this. So, so we'll see if we can too. connect. I just don't something. wanna do like Low budget move, like right. it's too dope. Like mm-hmm. it's too dope. It, it, it does suck. It's funny you said that. Every time I see a low budget film, it could be dope. It could. Be I dope. it just throws me off yeah. before I even jump into it. The I'm like, acting, oh, the acting, the, even the quality, shaky camera. Yeah, you know, like I'm like, you, man, I, I just I won't settle. Okay. And that's why I don't have no movies. Like right. it's nothing for me to shoot a movie and throw it up there. That's mm-hmm. easy. Like thirty, forty thousand. That's easy. Yeah. But. I ain't settling. There you go. I'm too dope for that. There you go. That part. <laughs> I, I got a question for you. And if you if you can, give us maybe like a little bit of game. Um, because I met so many lifers, they all want to write a book. What's some good steps or beginning stages of how to do it? And this is just so that way they're like, bro, this shit is obtainable. You could do it. Don't just say I want to um, write a book. I want to say just write. It's hard for me to say that because... 
being incarcerated is so different now. Mm -hmm. Like, what are y'all using? I know at some point people could use typewriters. Yeah. Now they got tablets. Now they got the tablets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is the tablets in the cell with them? Because if it's a tablet in the cell with you now, it's way easier to write. Mm -hmm. You go to um, Google Docs, especially if you allowed to have a Gmail, go to Google Docs in your Gmail. Um, I don't know if they could download the word process, whatever. But anyway, if you could write with pen and paper, you feel comfortable like that, write it, get somebody on the street to transcribe it. These so, days, so real, so real quick. Even that, that's a whole thing. There's a whole somebody that you hit up for that. There's transcribers out there and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, like I mean, you could if all you gotta really have is somebody that you know know how to type. Okay, okay. You so could contact your baby mama, your yeah, yeah. your side chick, okay. <laughs> your little cousin, mm. whoever you want to contact because it's just somebody that know how to type that's gonna mm. sit here and you know it's nothing for somebody to know how to type to just. Type it. Like, Knock I don't it transcribe, but I've I had people ask me, so that's a good question. Get it transcribed. They have apps now mm. where, because I'm actually writing a book with somebody that's incarcerated. Oh. And what I do is he'll write it on paper, and I'll take a picture of it. They have apps that you download. You take a picture of it, and it automatically transcribes it. Into, it, like, it transcribes it for you. A word or something. Document. So send it to somebody to get it transcribed reach out to a publisher, but being incarcerated, you have a little more leeway to being able to... Because Amazon going to do it all for you. Amazon finna put it in... This form comes from Amazon. It's about That's just nuts. uploading it. It's about just uploading your material to Amazon mm. and then you incarcerated, you got all the sales because that's where all the book sales is, paperback especially, is going... And then they got tablets that's now, so you can nuts. probably read on Kindle in yeah. prison. Damn. Like thinking about that, the last big part of the book industry is people in the pen. Think about yeah. that. Like that's right. dope yeah. that you touched on that. I didn't even like take the time to think that out. Like, bro, all we're doing is ordering books, yeah. physical books there, there, knowing that when you come out here, you ain't seen a book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's three Barnes and Nobles in the whole city. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, are, so oh, ahead, real, I, I, Cause I'm really so I had those ideas too where you're thinking like if I write it out how do I do it how does it sound is it supposed to be a story already you know those type of things well for me the best thing to always do is start off with a real memorable moment to catch people's attention whether mm. it's sad whether it's a good one action whatever it is always start your book off like that so hard. get people engaged. Once they're engaged, then you just go, just talk, just flow, because that's what editors are for. You, uh, Of course, mm -hmm. you have to send your book to an editor, and the editor is going to either, if you don't need much work, then they're going to just edit for you, which is punctuation, stuff like that. But then if you need, like, real developmental editing, then it gets a little more pricey, which is still not that much, two $300 mm, to get a book not edited. Bad that's not bad at all. Yeah. Covers are only about 100 bucks. Like, it's... That's why I encourage people to write. Like, just write so it. Doable. Laptop, like, I'll what? Do it. Yeah, man. I'll be doing picture books, bro. <laughs> I'm you still waste more money on the damn bro. color ink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to touch on nonprofit. Your nonprofit pink prison. You're you're working with the nonprofit, or you? you no. So I have a nonprofit. Um, I haven't really did. I've did all like the light footwork as far as like building it as a business, mm -hmm. the paperwork aspect of it, but. I'm still, like, right now I'm trying to get this together. 
the filming together. But I do have a nonprofit, Pink Prison Foundation, where I want to work with women that's being free from prison. Mm. Um, I want to be able to offer things like parenting classes, because you know it's a lot of people that lose their kids in the process. Anything yeah. that they may require for you to get your children back, um, jobs, housing, whatever I could offer mm -hmm. to women that has been incarcerated, because it's women that's coming home to nothing. I have an aunt who just got out from doing 25 years. And, of course, she's come home. My, my granny's gone, which is her mom. Yeah. And she works. She's doing really good for herself. But just to come home to your whole childhood is gone. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to start over. 25 years, you have to, like, literally start over. F for me, two years, one year starting over. Mm -hmm. So you got to, like, adapt back into society now. And it's a lot of things that come with that, like getting your children back or trying to find employment, especially because you're a felon. Yeah. I just want to be able to offer those things that to people. Part. Like, it'll be like a home, you know what I'm saying, yeah. for people. Yeah. 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 And it's for women. I'm focusing mm -hmm. on women. Eventually, I want to do something for the men. No, but, but there's not too much of that. That's the yeah. thing. There's not too it's much not, of I that. Agree. It's not it's promoted. Not, it's a like, good starting point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now something where it's like a female can speak with another female. Yeah. Like, you know, usually. Encourage them to write books, everything. Right, exactly. I'm sure you're probably going to have like a whole mm -hmm. book workshop yeah, and I'm all have that, workshops man. workshops for everything. Like oh, resume workshops, um, everything. I have workshops for like anything I could think of that'll help you. And so with that, what is like your ultimate, ultimate, your ultimate goal as an author, I guess? Your ultimate goal. Other than, uh, is it the movie making or is it the... What's your ultimate goal? Yeah. I want to say probably sitting on Oprah's couch. Oh, that's a good one. And fire. where she'd be that like, well, Arthur Barbie Elmore, you got 48 movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you won this many awards. But yeah. I love that's that. My goal. That's the goal. And that we're going to be looking goal. back. At, you're going to be looking go to back at this. I with Tyler Perry and yeah. them. Like, like, it's a different world from... The music world that I was mm. in and the clothing lines and the, it's a whole different because to be an author, director, like everybody like so peaceful because you have to think so much. Mm -hmm. So it's a totally different world here. And it's very much different from what I'm used to. Right. So I want to just experience that. Like I'm a peaceful person now. Damn, man. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It. Same, same, same. Um, I mean, with, with that being said, I think it was a great episode, and I love the fact that we we touched on your story a little bit, your books, the stuff you got going on, and then we also touched on um, just giving these dudes some ideas, including mm -hmm. myself. You know, like, hey, you you can talk it, but you it's a, yeah. it's attainable now. You yeah. got all this right. tech, you got all these things, the yeah. ability to make it happen. Yes. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Definitely, it's so much easier now because when I first started writing, we didn't have all that. Technology. We didn't right. have, you know, we had computers, but well, when I first started writing, we didn't have computers like that. Mm -hmm. Like it was hard mm. to obtain a computer. But now it's so much easier, especially look in prison. You got tablets yeah. in there now. Right. Like they didn't just say, forget it. We just gonna hear about yeah. phone calls is free. Talking to mm -hmm. something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Call and talk, leave something on somebody's machine. Yeah. <laughs> you got a free call. Just call mm -hmm. and talk. Write your whole book on somebody else's machine. I know it's crazy they did do that now too. That's exciting, yeah, man. I love much. that the mm -hmm. game is changing, 
And that's what these videos are for too at the end of the day. Like, you know, to promote yeah. the idea, like yeah. these are the needs that that this in that this industry, this culture needs. Like we need yeah. to fix this and that and that. Yeah. And I think with your books, too, that's bringing reality on paper, you yeah. know? That's, that's how I, I look at it. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so anything to shout out? Anything, yeah, anything please. you wanna uh like throw out there? You know, we, um, we I mean, I'm gonna next book maybe. Yeah, no, no, thank you thank for, you for, for being, being here, being here, and taking the time. Yeah. I know you drove and everything. Uh -huh. It was a mission, but mm -hmm. you know, it was a good mission. It was okay. a good mission. What is it? Today's Friday. It's, it's Friday. Friday. It's a good it's mission. Friday. Friday. Yeah. You're gonna have a great day. Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna go do your thing. And eventually, we're gonna see you on Oprah. Yeah, that's exactly. Y'all be watching too, cause. I'm going to be on Oprah. You're going to be yeah, I believe it. I swear. I, that's the like, first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to say, B, remember we interviewed Barbie? Uh -huh. Like, yeah. Pull out that interview. We got it. But yeah, yep. I just want to shout out all my readers. My mm. husband. There you go. Of course. Yeah. I want to shout out all my readers. Facebook, Arthur Barbie Amore. Instagram, Arthur Barbie Amore. Everything, Arthur Barbie Amore. There you go. Amazon, Arthur Barbie Amore, formerly known as Arthur Barbie Scott. Arthur Barbie Amor. Give us some Spanish love, too. Some Spanish love. A little bit. A little amor, amor, amor. Quiero. <laughs> let's get it, baby. Hey, I'm French now. There you go. Oui, oui. Let's get Stay it. Stay tuned, oui, man. Oui, Thank y'all so it. much. Y'all have a great day. Like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate y'all.